like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... <laughs> Except for you guys, we don't hate you. I love you, but I hate everything else. You should do this standing up. Would that help? No, no. I, no it would definitely not help. All right, fine. You stand it would help up, if you want me down. to. It would help if you want me to leave the podcast in an ambulance. <laughs> well, I definitely don't want that. Oh, no. Oh no, uh, listeners! I tried to work out, and it's awful. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're gonna hear don't people say, peer "Buy a Peloton." Get one of those magic mirrors. Don't do it. Don't. It don't ain't do worth it, man. Do you know what doesn't hurt? Sitting on the couch drinking beer. Do that. That doesn't hurt you know at what doesn't all. Hurt? Highly recommend. You know what doesn't no? hurt? What? Oreos. Oreos don't Never hurt. Never hurt me once. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe if I spent 55 minutes solidly eating Oreos, I would also have pain from that. I, think I it doubt would, it. I think it would come up and then the pain would go away. I think yeah. it would be painful. You would... Uh, Get rid of the problem. There's a lot of wild conjecture going on right now, and I, I don't, don't appreciate you slandering the I, good name of Oreos. I mean, I feel like this is a this we can solve this with a scientific method and an experiment. We do. I have, plan on doing it. I do have. <laughs> a, okay, report back. Okay, full container of Oreos, family sized. Sure. Oh. Yeah. I'm into it. No, it's closed. We have it. I know. So you could proceed. I know. <laughs> what do you think my plans for this evening were, dear? Oh, oh, I thought we were going to watch know. the race, but yeah. no, I no. guess not. No, no, no. I'm going to well, watch I, the race whilst stuffing my face yeah. with Oreos. I have to finish that full container before the race is over. The race is between all the F1 drivers and me finishing an entire box of Oreos. Okay, mm. my, I have a very split hypothesis on this. Okay. okay. I think you're either going to... Be happy or be super happy. Shit yourself for hours. Oh. I know or, where the toilet is. Or not shit for three days. <laughs> I think it's going to be a combat. Here's what I think. He's going to vomit them up. There's no, there's going to be an immediate and violent, <laughs> violent. shit. Followed and then, by. And then you're empty. And then I'm completely empty. empty. And then you start over again. Yeah. I think it'd be vomit and then you can't shit for three days. I, what I'm excited for is really cleaning out the full system. It's starting fresh. It'll be like a new body. You're doing an I'm Oreo I'm excited cleanse. to find out. Yeah. Oreo cleanse sponsor. Yeah, us. man. Yeah. It's almost 2021. New year, new you. Some Eat people a shit ton get of Oreos. Some people get colonics. I eat a whole box of Oreos. You dummies. <laughs> Stick your a hose up sounds- your ass or eat an Oreo. You choose. It's not a I'm- hard choice. Your way sounds much better. <laughs> right? It sounds less. I mean, uh, both, both yeah. have a creamy filling, but yours <laughs> sounds better. <laughs> yours is more delicious. Yeah. For sure. Stupids. Stupids. <laughs> Idiots working out, doing colonics, taking care of yourselves. Morons. Uh, kind of speaking of garbage. Yeah. So kind of decent uh-huh. segue. Um, there was, so first off, there was a monolith that appeared in California, but since Jesus people have taken it down, replaced it with a cross. Okay. And the, is the one in Russia still what? there? Romania. You don't um, get to just and take the same thing. Yeah, I think so. Don't they come just, at me, Romania. I don't care. Yeah. They, they, there was just a, there was a crazy monolith and they were like, no, Jesus needs to Jesus be here Jesus freaks instead. found it. They dismantled it. 
And they were like, Jesus saves. And then they put up a wooden cross. The yeah. aliens yeah, really are and, not and happy. And now nobody gives a shit about it anymore. Congratulations. No, yeah, I thought, no nobody gives a shit about Jesus anymore. Yeah. yeah. You made everyone hate Jesus because there's no mystery. Because you got rid wow, of Wow, good job. Almost on his birthday. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, Jesus is going to be really upset. Be like, on his birthday, you made everybody not give a shit. Yeah. That, you did that. <laughs> you did that. No, so in California because now this is the tie to California, police in Richmond, California, I don't know where that is. I'm mm-hmm. guessing up yeah. north. Um, they received a phone call from uh, some p- employees of a yard, like a junkyard, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> employees of a yard. It was a dog. It was mm-hmm. a dog. And, and a, a squirrel. Dog. Squirrels and dogs. No. He said, there's nowhere, there's nowhere left to dig. I've digged so the whole thing. The there's, employees nothing, there's nothing buried here. Give me a new backyard. Are in their sort of um, tin hut of an administration building. Mm-hmm. Okay. We okay. Can picture in it. our head. Kind yep, of airplane. Yep, uh-huh. Uh-huh. With you. So they hear a ruckus at the door and they're like, oh my ruckus. gosh, I think somebody is trying to break in. So they call the Richmond police and they're like, hey, can you send some people? I think there's an attempted break in. We're obviously going to go hide. Police respond to a raccoon fight club. I was like, oh my God, let it be a raccoon. Please God, let it, it be nature's garbage No, no, bandits. it wasn't a raccoon. It was a dozen raccoons having some sort of fucking brawl. Oh, it was a bro. raccoon street gang. It was it a was raccoon, raccoon street jets fight. versus raccoon shark. Yeah, these these raccoon street toughs. A dozen, <laughs> they were just snapping their little opposable thumbs. The police described it as a dozen raccoons in a physical altercation. <laughs> physical. <laughs> <laughs> We've charged two of the raccoons with assault. Yeah, exactly. The um, third raccoon has decided not to press charges. Right. <laughs> But yeah, so they just like scooted them away, I and think that it was started young. as a domestic squabble. Yeah, and then it quickly grew because family members got involved. Yeah, and it you was know like that fight at Disneyland. Yeah, <laughs> only raccoons. Yeah, not people. They just pushed them away from each other using a wooden-handled broom, <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, makes everything so much better. Yeah. Avoid the fact that it's raccoons. See, oh, this for is sure. what we're, when, when, listen, people, when we say defund the police, that's what we're saying. Take away the guns and give them long-handled brooms to solve all disputes. It works <laughs> on raccoons. Works on raccoons. We're not that. We got the same hands. Yeah. We're stupid just like they are. Just push people away from each other with brooms. It's fine. Everything that's- is fine. So there's this new movie that just came out on Disney Plus mm-hmm. called like Godmothered and it's like a Christmas take on the fairy godmother thing. But she's a terrible fairy godmother to Jillian Bell. But the one thing she does is she turns like a city raccoon into like a helpful Snow White raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> and and his name is Gary, but he hates it and he's awful. Oh my and God. Everyone, and everyone's just like, Gary! And then this like little animated raccoon is like, what? And walks away. He's the best part of the whole movie. Gary. Gary the raccoon. I'm waiting Gary. now for Disney to start selling Gary the raccoon merchandise. I think they definitely will. They're like, oh, those forest raccoons are more helpful than these city raccoons. And Gary's like holding a broom in one hand, like throwing it at the ground as if that's sweeping. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a very funny raccoon. Guys. This episode brought to you by Disney's grandmother. Disney's Disney Godmother. Plus. And Disney Plus. And Disney Plus. Uh, no, this episode is not brought to you by any of that. This it's episode. It's not because we don't have sponsors. Join no. our Patreon. Join our Patreon. Sponsor us that way. No. This week, in honor, in honor, sort of, of our beer, which is Capitolium. From yes. Urban Roots Brewing Company in Sacramento, California. We decided to do Haunted Capitals. Funny story, Sacramento is the capital of California. Yeah. It is. Holy shit. 
ties on ties on ties. We have oh ties my God. all the way down. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so in honor of that, we're doing haunted capitals, whatever that means to you. So mm-hmm. my, it meant the very similar things to both of us. <laughs> yeah, it did. And for me, it was definitely not a haunted capital building, but a location within that the state counts? capital. Fucking oh. counts. We're doing it. So hang on a second. Yes, you, know, you guys yes. are not going to hide. Oh my god! We didn't oh hide. Oh my god! Oh! <laughs> How oh, did, the tables have turned. How did Bob catch that? All right. I think that's the first time that's ever happened. Bob's been useful. Yeah. Can you believe it? We've forgotten. I Can don't you believe, believe it? it. I don't. I don't. I feel Very like useful. this is now the We're end. We're living of in the everything. upside down. It's everything. Everything's is. wrong. The end times are upon everything's us. wrong. But speaking of the end times. Hi. Hi. Belated, welcome to the Booze and Bruce podcast. We are the podcast where hopefully we're going to tell each other ghost stories. We usually, and we're going to drink thematically appropriate beer. And I apparently now engineer Bob is the smart one of the group. <laughs> so we already told you what this episode's all about. Yeah. I'm, I can't believe we did that. I completely spate you guys. It's, I, it didn't even occur to me we hadn't done Vanessa's it. Vanessa's butt hurt so much. Man. Oh my God. It's just gone from her head and <laughs> I All of the blood is currently in her, helping her in recuperate the muscles. And it's in directly and she's got, it's all butt blood. It's in my ass. Butt mm-hmm. blood. Watch it's it, ass bloody, blood. It's a big bloody ass. <laughs> so anyway. By the uh, way, get them undies. Patreon to you're still available. <laughs> Hell yeah, five grand. Maybe they'll be covered in blood. Who knows? Who knows? Blood. If you're lucky. Five five grand to find out, guys. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's bloody stool, can you just get that checked out for us to make sure we're all okay? Yeah. <laughs> Take it to your just, local healthcare yeah, provider. Just drop it off at like a Quest Diagnostics for us, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know what's wrong with me. What's wrong with this underwear? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with this underwear? <laughs> I feel like that should go on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> when eventually we sell merch, we'll make yeah. merch that says what's wrong redundant with- tripe. Yes. And we'll make merch that says what's wrong with this underwear. Yeah. Hey, if you want merch, tell all your friends about the show so more people listen so we can actually make some merch, you ding-dongs. <laughs> this is all your fault. Wow, aggressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we give Bob a compliment. His head runs away from him. I know. It just, he got so big, he thought he became the show. You're going to tell a story or what, listeners. jerks? His head became as big as my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and equally full of blood. <laughs> Gross. Gross. No. So, as I mentioned before, Bob thankfully reminded us. Saved the fucking Saved podcast. the show. Holy yep. shit. I'm here to tell you about the Driscoll Hotel, located in Texas's state capital of Austin. Yeah, damn Austin Driscolls. Texas. Literally from that family. Sweet. Yeah. Um, so. The- tell a story. <laughs> that was a long pause. Calm, calm the fuck down. Are we <laughs> in the process? Did that not just build excitement for the Dis- Driscoll Hotel? I was excited. No. Thank you. I was, I was losing excitement rapidly. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You're done with the show. Okay. We don't need you anymore. Okay. Um, so the Driscoll Hotel is uh, was finished in 1886 and was built by Colonel Jesse Driscoll. 
So it was not built by raccoons? Not raccoons. <laughs> uh, who was Well, a was there any research done as to whether or not the Driscolls were a family of raccoons? Gary! Well, Dris- <laughs> Jesse, Colonel Jesse Driscoll does come from the, the O'Driscolls from yep. Ireland. Yep. So if you're a fan of a Red Dead... A lot of raccoons Dead, in Ireland. If you're a fan of Red Dead 3... You could be real excited about that fact, and I'm sure there was at least a raccoon that appeared in the game. Sure. It's definitely. Sure. Oh, I've killed a lot of raccoons. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Jesse Driscoll was a cattleman who. Oh, a cattleman. A cattleman who, for three years during the Civil War, supplied the Confederate Army and the Texas Rangers with beef. Oh, okay. Oh. He was a beefman. He was beef. You guys want to kill some northern whiteys? Have a hamburger. Exactly. Here's <laughs> how you can build big, strong muscles to beat the the Yankees. Have a cow. Eat a whole cow. Eat a whole cow. One cow per, per uh, enlisted man. That's it. That's all yeah. you got to do. It's en- really easy. Enslave the blacks. Eat a steak. Happy Texas. That's right. Yipes. Isn't that? That's actually the Texas state motto. I think that used to be the Texas state motto. Mm -hmm. I think it probably still is. Come on. Let's be clear. (laughs) Yeah. Utah just enacted a law that says maybe we shouldn't allow slavery as a punishment for crimes. Maybe. 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 Think about it. We'll get back to you. Okay. Non-binding resolution. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. So as uh, Colonel Driscoll was paid in Confederate dollars by the end (laughs) of the war. Sucker. He was completely broke. He had no more cows. And he had no more dollars. Whoopsie doody. Uh, all of the, the chunky rebels ate, took all of his cows and left him with useless Yeah, goddamn paleo diets put me in a poorhouse. <laughs> I put on nothing but lean muscle and I was left with nothing in my pockets but some lint. My name's Jesse Driscoll. My name's Jesse Driscoll. Jesse Driscoll. Yeah. But uh, Jesse rebuilt his cow empire and in 1871. His cow pyre. Cow pyre. Yes. Sorry. Now I just think of cows on fire in a pyre. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that's a barbecue, man. Oh, that's where Texas barbecue originated from. Mm, so ribs. Cows on a pyre and was like, that smells good. Oh, my God. Now I'm hungry. Sorry. Tell your story. I'm hungry. <laughs> Just going to drink this beer instead. So in 1871, Jesse moved his family to Austin and established ranches in South Texas, Kansas, and the Dakota territories. He cow diversified. Diversified. Okay, that's that's like a fucking, that's a whole strip of the United States. Yeah, that's like. I was like Southern Texas to the Dakotas. That's some like Warren Buffett territory right there. Right. He just like looked north and went, that's where my cow pyre will be. (laughs) Everything the the light touches. Right. Is my cow pyre. (laughs) Dun, 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 dun. Um, anyway, so with his now cow gotten gains because the ranches were very successful, uh-huh, he uh-huh. bought the site of his future hotel in 1885. And by 1886, the Driscoll Hotel was open for business. We are open um, for business, boss Jake. That's right. Uh, the building. Please is- use some of your filthy northern money because this southern money just is not it's paying the bills. Not good. Uh, the building is a Romanesque style building that holds the title of oldest operating hotel in Austin. So not even oldest Texas. continuously operating hotel within Austin within city the limits. Austin city limits. That zip code ends in an even number. Yes. Oh, yeah, I gotta yeah, say that that is right. not as many qualifiers as I was hoping for. It's still a few, yeah. but there's a couple. Yeah. It's it's very specific. Uh, the building features three busts of Jesse Driscoll and his sons. So his two sons, Bud oh, and. Like- Tobin. A real vanity project, this this guy. Jeez. Yeah. Bud uh, and Tobin? Tobin. T-O-B-E. So I'm sure it's Toby, but it's Tobin. Tobe. 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 
Those are their nicknames. I didn't bother to write down their real names. That's uh, fine. No one cares. They're not important. Uh, the original hotel had 60 rooms, including 12 corner rooms with attached bathrooms. Quote, Ooh, a, poop and privacy. Yeah, quote, a rare feature in hotels of the region at the time. <laughs> okay, hang on one second. Toilets were not a commodity. I, I really hate Turlets. to do this to you guys, but Turlets. I was, I, I just Googled raccoon because I'm, you know, I'm do, I do the show sketches during the show and I... I Google it, and partway down the page is a thing that says, meet a life-size raccoon close-up, view in 3D, and there is a 3D model of a raccoon jumping around on my phone. Well, that's exciting. That's I, I'm sorry. You should, guys, Google raccoon. This is absolutely mind-blowing. <laughs> okay, we'll put the link on Twitter. Okay, Send sorry about link, that. I'll put it on Twitter. Everybody, no, now, then th- all this of our... Is- this the world needs this information. Yes. For sure, everybody, because the world is garbage, and you go to Twitter to, I don't know, rage... That will bring you joy. Yes, there's joy yeah. to be found. The world is garbage. Raccoon. Fight it with a garbage rat. A raccoon. A raccoon. Who's moving and dancing. So back to the hotel. It had uh, potties, which was rare. Yes, indoor bathroom. You do in- not have to poop out a window. No. <laughs> Just shit in on the In olden times, down. you could tell the hotels by walking down the street and look at the number of fannies poking out of the windows. <laughs> this, defecating. this is why... I- this is why second floor rooms are more expensive than first floor rooms. Yes. You don't get shat yeah. upon. In fact, you are the you shatters. Imagine you're pooping and somebody else's poop falls on your ass. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Awful. Oh my God. Awful. <laughs> or you, like, put your ass out the window and someone just starts pissing all over you. Oh. <laughs> That's what it was like in older times before they had running water, people. Well, Be thankful God. for what you got. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the building had two separate entrances, one for the man and one for the woman. Oh, we got our own door. Yeah, yes. We uh, can't be expected to touch a manly door. No, well, the reason that there were two entrances was because the men-only entrance was surrounded by the saloon, billiard room, cigar shop, newspaper stand, and barber. The women's entrance was uh, went right to the rooms. So it was made so that the women were protected from the cigar smoke and rough talk oh, of the cattlemen. I thought it was just like it, it just like emptied directly into a menstruation hut or something. I, know, I mean, I yeah, was really. That's it was really or like a daycare or something. Yeah. This is all you're good for. Like the women's entrance goes to the laundry the laundry room. room. <laughs> Where they're expected to do their own linen into the ki- and- into the kitchen quarters because they are expected to work and make dinner for the men folk. I, I mean, I do feel like it says something that it goes right into the bedrooms instead, though. Yeah, I shall play billiards and then I will come fuck you when I decide. When I decide, and you will accept willingly this wiener. Yeah. Unfortunately for Mr. Driscoll, he would fall on hard times in 1888. A late spring freeze up north. Dunn killed 3,000 of his cattle, and he lost his shirt as a result. Oh, no, chaos sickles. But what happened to his money? <laughs> oh. Wow, babe. That, oh. yeah, that was bad. Oh. That's, that's just great. So, Booze and bruised afternoons. <laughs> so Driscoll sold the hotel to S.C. Uh, McElhaney and died a broken, penniless man in 1890. Mm. That's oh. what you get for selling cows to the Confederates. Yep. Michael Henry, that sounds like a foreigner. One of them Irish. One of them Irish folk. But Driscoll himself is an Irishman, so. Makes. Yes, but he's had the good sense to live in America for a good long time. Yeah, and uh, he changed the spelling because it's Driscoll. 
which is pretty fun. Very American. Yeah. <laughs> if it's got kill in the name, it's American. The hotel went on, underwent a number of renovations over the years, the first being in 1895 when electricity was installed. Oh, now you can poop in your room in a lot. That's right. <laughs> uh, in 1969, nice. The nice. Pub, uh, sorry. The public was fooled. Wow. I have handwriting and I can read it. The public was fooled into thinking that rooms were being renovated, but instead what ended up happening was the current at the time, the hotel owners just sold all the furnishings inside, boarded up the windows and were like, okay, we're going to tear down the building. And people were like, oh, what? So the good folk of Austin banded together, raised $900,000, bought the building, and now it's owned by, I think, the historical society. Well, it's not owned by the historical society, but... It's like run by them. Yeah, yeah. No, that it's run sense. by the Hyatt. Uh, with- <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yes. They have an excellent rewards program. They do. In 2013, Hyatt bought the hotel and completed the last renovation in about 2015. So when you go in, it's very fancy fancy as of five years ago. But yes, your high rewards points or whatever can be used toward the Driscoll Hotel. Great. Oh, that's cool. Great. I'm oh, lovely. Some fun facts about the hotel. It was. Oh, I like fun facts. Oh, it's got some. It was the site where the Daughters of the Republic of Texas decided not to tear down the Alamo in 1908. Okay. We shall not tear down the Alamo. Apparently, it was a bitter, angry discussion where you had about half of them saying tear it down and the other half saying no, don't. So. We all know what happened. You can go visit it today. No. Um, the youngest. Nope, nope, nope. Let's go up. LBJ, uh, who was president after Kennedy. Don't give me the number because I can't remember. Had his first date with his wife, Claudia, also known as Lady Bird, in the hotel's dining room. Aw. 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 I'm and dating a bird. A lady bird. <laughs> not a man bird. I'm going to fuck that bird. <laughs> Squawk. I'm the president. I'm gonna be the president. This is my Lyndon Johnson impersonation. Some men say that they're breast men and other men's an ass man. I'm a cloaca man myself. I personally enjoy the soft touch of a wing. (laughs) Suckle on the cloaca. Yeah, just just tickle my shaft with your befeathered arms, dear. No, you got to do his bunghole because LBJ oh, is the right. one. Oh, that's right. He was the bung- Yeah, he was the. He's the one who on, because uh, they would record the president's conversations on the phone and he would be calling his tailor in Texas. Yeah. And he'd be like, you need to alter my pants. It's too tight on my bunghole. Yeah. You, they, these recordings are widely available. Yeah. I highly recommend yeah. listening to them. They're good times. LBJ, the bunghole I mean, president. On- Honestly, that you, he should have called the tailor. Those yeah. are not good pants. No. Yeah. Any, any, any pants. That's riding up your bunghole. Marauding your bunghole needs to be addressed. Yeah, I mean that. I, I good. He's getting things done. Checking things yeah. off his to-do list. LBJ, uh, and a man with the most delicate of bungholes. And the hotel has also been the site of the Texas governor's inaugural ball every time they're elected since 1887. Oh, all right, fun, cool. cool. Uh, and the hotel is haunted as shit. Yay. Oh, yay. Which is why we're talking about it, of course. Uh, that makes a lot of sense based on the past episodes of this podcast. Based on the premise of the show. Uh, one ghost believed to haunt the hotel is young Samantha Houston. Samantha, Samantha Houston. Houston. She was best friends with Jenny San Antonio. Yes. Samantha Houston was the oldest child of Temple Lee Houston, 
who was the, who himself was the youngest son of Sam Houston, first president of Texas, and the person to which Houston is named. There we go. So you thought it was a funny joke, but it turned out but to be true. She really isn't. Is, that, is that's Sam the, Houston the of the Sam Houstons, Texas. I, so is Jenny San Antonio. Yeah. yeah. Joke's on you. Look it I up. I stand by my joke. Yeah. Jenny is still from San Antonio, and that's, that's her last name. Geogra- this is a geography joke, and I stand by it. But Augustine Dallas-Fort Worth is just a lady. That's, yeah. 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 That's just a weird happenstance in a marriage. Yeah. Right. right. That has nothing to do with the What state. a fun hyphen it, though. Yeah. Yeah. But the- Agatha Fort Worth is also. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In 1887... Temple was a senator, uh, a state senator, and while the Capitol building was under construction, Texas held its session in the Driscoll's banquet halls, and the Houston family took up residence at the hotel during this time. So their session was about four months long, so it was from January to April. Um, And in April of 1887, young Sam was chasing a ball down the hall near the grand staircase when she tripped and fell down the stairs to her death. She was from the mezzanine level to the floor. Oh, no. It was a long journey down. Um, it was fast, though. It, yes, very quick. It, but her steer, spirit still roams the halls. Uh, guests have reported seeing a little girl in the hall playing with a ball. All right. That Makes tracks. sense. That would be her. Others have heard creepy child laughter on the mezzanine level, which is where she fell from. <laughs> ball. 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 <laughs> what fun. Ball and ball <laughs> run. <laughs> tumble, tumble, tumble. Ow. Stairs. Ow. Ow, a lot ow, of a lot of fun ow, giggles until the ow. splat sound. Um, and also people will hear balls just bouncing down the hallway. Great. Balls boing. bouncing down the halls. Boing. Boing, boing, boing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tumble, tumble, tumble. Ah. There we go. That was a reenactment. You did. Now I know. I, now you don't have to visit. You just listen it's to the podcast. Audio drama. Yeah. Over here. That's right. But that's not all. People also believe that Sam's spirit haunts a painting that hangs on the fifth floor of the hotel. Oh, okay. The painting is of a little girl. People say that it's of Sam. It is not. It is a print that you can buy mass production online. Oh. Um, but the painting is of a little girl smiling. And in one hand, she's holding a bouquet of flowers. And in the other hand, she's holding a letter. Butcher knife. <laughs> a letter. That's one of those magic eyes. And as you walk by the... the, 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 the her the, eyes follow you. Her eyes follow well, you and the bouquet becomes a, a butcher you know, knife. It's funny you should mention that because guests of the hotel report that the little girl's eyes follow you as you walk by hell yeah they uh, went to disneyland they have gone yeah she went to disneyland got the idea went to haunt the painting she's yeah. been to the portrait gallery mm-hmm. she totally understands um and people who also look at the painting uh, report feeling the sensation of dizziness so if you just stare at the painting, you'll get kind of sickies. And if you walk by, her eyeballs will follow you. Okay. That's a spooky oh. portrait. Yes. Hotel staff also found that the light near the painting would turn on and off on its own. And sometimes the door to the room next to the painting uh, proves to be a bit tricky to open as if someone is holding the door shut. Okay. Ha 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 ha. I'm playing a game. I'm playing a game. I'm dead in the painting. Ha 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 ha. Murder. Call- Shit yourself. Uh, another ghost reported to haunt the hotel is Colonel Driscoll himself. Oh, great. Oh, Colonel Driscoll. Driscoll. Typically, guests report smelling cigar smoke throughout the hotel, which has been attributed to the colonel. Mm-hmm. However, there have been a few sightings of the full-bodied apparition of Colonel Driscoll, what they think is him himself. Um, and one of his one of the stories goes is that the colonel, one of his favorite rooms, overlooks the 6th Street and uh, Bra- Brazos. 
um, which is the street that he purchased to build the hotel. So the dude bought like a full city block and then just popped the hotel on the city block. Nice. Okay. So he liked to look over his empire, his empire of street. Okay. Mm -hmm. As one would. Um, And one evening uh, at about 3 a.m., a guest woke up and found a man standing in his room looking out the window while smoking a cigar. And the guest sat up. Butt ass naked. Just... Not a piece of clothing on Cigar him. hanging out of his mouth. Out of his butthole. A cigar hanging out of his butt. Yeah. yeah. The smoke was coming that from the That wasn't a cigar, though. Oh, that was a That poop. was one of your window turds. <laughs> it had hardened a little bit. A yeah. little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, when you die, there's he really... He died mid-poop, so it was just part <laughs> of his just, ghost. Just... That's right. With and for mortis. all of eternity, his unfinished business is to finish this deuce. <laughs> <laughs> Rigor mortis. It just also just affects Just clenched it right up. Yep. Yeah. I get Stuck. it. Stuck. So the guest sat up in bed and said, hey, fella, what the hell are you doing in my room? The man turned and looked at the guest and gave him a look as if to say, your room, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> I own this here hotel. Yeah. This is my shit that I am trying to poop out of said you, window. You simply rent, saw. Ah, oh. <laughs> The guest turned away to turn on the light next to his bed. And when he turned back, the window, uh, back to the window, the man was gone. But the curtains were still swaying and there was still cigar smoke lingering in the air. Ooh, spooky. Ooh, spooky. Um, The last story I'll tell uh, is just a quick one. And it's unattributed to any particular ghost. We don't really know who. Uh, But it involves Annie Lennox who somebody a couple years ago told her she'll have a great career. Sure. Uh, while the Eurythmics were in Austin for a show, Annie was staying at the hotel. She mm-hmm. could Having some sweet dreams? That's where they were made of them. They were made of them. Uh, who is she to disagree? So she couldn't yeah. decide what to wear to the show that night. So she took two outfits. She placed them both on the bed, went and took a shower. When she came back, one of the outfits was folded and put away. Uh, and there was just one left on the bed. So the ghost decided. Oh, sweetheart, you can't pull this off with your bone structure. <laughs> she, like, and that hair. And maybe she These had like. pants the- in those hips? Oh, no. no. Absolutely no. not. So they left the, the ghost chose Annie's outfit for her that No evening. distinguished lady would be caught dead in that in the state of tears. Especially if she had the orange hair. Just not yeah. everything goes with that orange. I, yeah. You got to let the hair be the statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true let the hair be the accent and piece. you know who knew that the ghost yeah the ghost the ghost so that i like is- to think that was also the ghost of Jisco. he's a man known for cigar smoke constantly pooping and his high quality fashion sense yeah look it up it's on it's wikipedia on people you can yeah you'll find it you'll find it you just gotta look real hard so anyway that is the story of the driscoll lo- <sighs> wow driscoll hotel in austin texas so cool yeah. a cattleman's hotel where I enjoyed it, and you enjoyed it. Let's all enjoy it. Now, I'll yell at you for a few moments, then we'll come back and tell you more stories. Hi, everyone. This is your old pal, Jesse Old Driscoll, and I'm here to sell you fine beefs and give you a place to sleep, but don't get pooped on. Hey, guess what? I'd like to thank everybody for filling out those incredible surveys. We're going to take the rest of the year off on account of the holidays, but as soon as we come back, you can expect baggins and who knows what else. Hey, thanks for all the iTunes reviews, but we didn't get any this week. Why not? Hurry up, ding-dongs. Get in there, say some nice words, and give us five stars, but make sure you say the words. Also, you should support the show with your dollarinis. Go to patreon.com slash 
slash booze and brews. We got audio episodes, video episodes, show sketches performed by the one and only Engineer Bob. We also have a new $5,000 Get Them Undies tier. Ain't nobody signed up for it, but you can get them undies. Hey, also, social media websites. You got them? We're on them. We got a Twitter at Booze and Brews. Got an Instagram at Booze and Brews Podcast. Got a Facebook at Booze and Brews. Hey, and guess what? If you've done a Spotify wrap-up for the year and your accounts aren't set to private, let us know, because we'll retweet it or something. I was told to say that, and I don't rightly understand it. All right, (laughs) back to the show. Motherfuckers, we're gonna do the second part of the show, but I'm excited about it. You have your arms raised. How do they feel? There was a whole song and dance routine that went along with this. It was incredible. I regret everything. I was like, I think the arms are stuck in that position. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm a cactus. (laughs) I hadn't even even considered the long-term effects of this decision. Oh, God. She's recovered. We're fine. Okay, good. Stupid me trying to fucking better myself. Somehow, we're going to have to prop up your notebook for you so you can actually read it because you can't use these arms. These arms are destroyed. You ruined them. Uh, These arms are not ready for the weekend. (laughs) They're recovering from the weekend. No, I'm here and I'm prepared. Uh, So I am going to tell you, I also went a state capital route. Okay. Uh, So similar, similar. And I'm going to tell you about the Nebraska State Capitol building. That's great. Which I learned upon doing research this morning, Is we've never Nebraska. done Nebraska before. Mm. Yeah. Look so, at us. Shocking. So, you know what the good news is? Nebraska State Capitol is in Nebraska. I, it's super. It's in the Nebraska part of Nebraska. Actually, we, we're going to get into some serious geography nerdery. Ooh, okay. So. Yes. Oh, boy. Okay. So ne- the, Nebra- the Kansas-Nebraska Act of 1854 is what first uh, established uh-huh. a Nebraska <laughs> Uh, Nebraska. (laughs) (laughs) They said, you know what's too long to say? Kansas, Nebraska. Which is one or the other or both. Sure. It was was the thing that turned it from like wild west lands into the Nebraska territory and the Kansas territory. Okay, great. Uh, So then there was this huge battle... The Battle of the Nebraskas. Yes, between the North Platters and the South Platters. Platters? Like like meat platters? Platters or planters? Plata. It's uh it's because it's the Platte River is this huge river that runs through Nebraska. Ah. So it's people who live north of the Platte or south of the Platte. But there was like a whole Wikipedia like sub part the Hatfields and the like side story about the war of the North Platters versus the South Platters. Got it. Okay. I I just hoping for a cookie platter. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I need. Um. So they were like. The North Platters with the South Platters, they both wanted to have the capital of the new territory. Because at this point, um, it's 18, the 1850s, so they're like, this is going to become a state. Wherever we put the capital of the territory is where the capital of the state will be. We this want is a that big by decision. us. Yeah. yeah. So the acting governor was like, I'm going to put it in Omaha City, which is in the North Platte area. Okay. And everyone was like, fuck that noise. Like, there's more of us. We matter. And the governor was like, no, it's very equal population breakdown. Then like two years later, they ran. Show me your numbers. They ran the first census. Oh, my God. They did show them the numbers. And there is literally twice as many people South Platte as North Platte. And the governor was like. Too late. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. And he, like, gerrymandered territory to make it so that, like, within the legislature, like, North Platte had, like, seven votes and South Platte had, like, eight votes. And I was like, that's not equality. That's... That's definitely not how equality works. No, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, my notes say Governor DGAF about population. No, 
He, My notes are very re- professional. First recorded gerrymandering. I know, pretty much. Um, so then in 1867, uh, they it becomes a state. Uh, Nebraska, I almost said Kansas. It's Nebraska. Nebraska becomes a state. Um, and then they have a capital commission to decide where the state capital is going to be. They do all of this research. Again, the South Platters are like, there's more of us. There's more territory down here. It should come south of the Platte River. And the territory said, we're going to pick this itty bitty little town named Lannister. Sure. And we're going to make that the state capital. Okay. Why and not? Also still north of the Platte River. Oh! It's like, I Googled it. It's like 10 miles from Omaha. Oh my God. They're like, we're going we're gonna to compromise. Meet in the middle. 10 miles away. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they were like, nope, this is going to be our new state capital. We are renaming the city Lincoln. Great. Yeah, Lannister is not as much fun to say. No. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting, though, that they were like, now that we're this is an important city, we have to give it an important, important name. name. We who's, pick Lincoln. Who's the president? Yeah, 1867, they pick Lincoln. Lincoln. Great. <laughs> well, who was the president? I was like, he's, not president anymore. Yeah, I was Dead. like, he's a bit deceased at the Dead. moment. Um, so then they build the OG Capitol building in 1867. They start building it. And then uh, it's like a tiny little building. And they're like, you know what? We've done a real shitty job building this building. So then in 1879, 11 years later, yeah. they're like, we're going to tear it down and build a whole new Capitol building. Calling a mulligan. Oh. We're going to start over. <laughs> okay. So they start building it. They build it and they're immediately like, this is too small. We're going to add a whole nother wing. They did that in 83. Then they're like, you know what? It's still too small. We're going to add another wing. And so they added the other wing and they finished that in 88. And now they have the Winchester Mystery House. Yeah. And with, no, within oh. t- within Lincoln. two decades of building house. this. They, they turned it like, down again? The building we've built is structurally unsound and it's unsafe for people to work in it. Oh so we're going to have to tear it all down and build a third oh capital building. Oh my God, you guys are bad like, at building. I'm going to make a prediction right now <laughs> and that the ghost in this building is the ghost of the other buildings. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good, but no. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so they were like, no, we're going to build this new building. Um, so then in 1919, they start working on the new capital, which is the current capital. They got, took them three tries, okay. but they got it right. I mean, that is where third time's charm comes into yes, play. Exactly. So the state was like, we're going to rebuild it. We have all these plans and we were spend absolutely no more than $5 million. Spoiler alert, it costs $10 million. They, which well, is, when they meant by 5 million, they meant 5 million <laughs> times two. Which is a lot in the 18, 1920s. Yeah. 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 Um, so then they were like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a contest to like see who gets to build the new Capitol building because all these states are getting big Capitol, big fancy Capitol buildings. They're like, we're going to have a contest to all these fancy architects can submit and we're going to blindly choose one. Ooh. So we like won't know who submitted what proposal. I see. We will put them in numbered envelopes and no one's going to know who did what. Mm. But they knew, I bet. I bet there was like shenanigans. No, they really, they oh, really they, didn't know. Oh, so wow. they got seven or eight different architectural firms or individual architects to submit. Um, and in order to like submit your thing, you had to be willing to collaborate with, quote, a sculptor, a painter, and a landscaper. I assume also a butchery baker. And, and a candlestick candle maker. maker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it had to incorporate, oh. because in, in 1912, they built this huge... High ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. Way ambulance. Um, in 1912, they built this huge Lincoln Memorial on the grounds. But like, 
they build a bigger Capitol building and they can't move this memorial. So they're like, you have to collaborate with all these other people and you can't fuck with that monument. That monument stays where it is. Build your building around it. Exactly. It's like we've moved the couch into the basement and now the couch can never leave the basement. (laughs) We're just going to tear the house down in order to get the couch. Yeah. So then they chose to pop the top on it like a can of soda in order to get Um, that great couch out of there. They did do the like blind uh, choosing and they chose design number four. Ooh, number four. Which was uh, which was done by an individual architect who has an amazing name. His name is Bertrand Grovesner Goodhue. Our, that Bertrand is Bertrand Goodhue. That is a great yes. name. It yeah. sounds like Bertrand It sounds like Goodhue. a man who is going Bertrand to Goodhue. Goodhue. Groves, good Grovesner, Groven, whatever. Bertrand Goodhue. Yes. Um, and Bertram had mostly at this point done churches. Oh. Um, so his design was like very different than all the other's designs because all the other like? designs, the state said, looked, quote, just Roman-esque. And they were like, not Ooh. good enough. Yeah, now this one's pointier with all the steeples on it. And there's yes. a bunch so, of Christy crosses inside. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so Bertrand's design incorporated Archimedean, Assyrian, Byzantine, Gothic, and Roman architecture. Whoa. 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 This guy was, was pulling from any old place. Yeah, I was like, Archimedean, it has wizard architecture? Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's a big tower on the top. <laughs> There's a man with a pointy hat man and a long a pointy beard. Hat. You know what? You're only half wrong. Oh, to this um, day, the governor of Nebraska has, has to, to wear a wizard's hat. There's an owl in the clock tower at all times. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it took them over 10 years to complete the building. And Asker uh, Bertram didn't survive the building process. Oh, no. he, he died a couple of years in, but he had like written all these papers about like the not about like the architectural integrity because he had drawn out the plans. But it was about like the, the theme of the building and like the motifs he wanted to present within the different wings. How of the, do I want this, this room to make me feel like this? This building has a Wikipedia page that's very long, and it is the most pretentious building I've ever seen. It is like an art gallery where they're like, this smattering of paint represents pain. Yes, but it's like it represents pain because when the pilgrims came through in 1745, this one boy named Jimmy stubbed his toe, and it's represented in this motif that's like just squares and circles. I was like, okay, bro. Thanks. That's, that's I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Um, but so the building itself is kind of a wizard tower. Nice. Uh, so it's a three stories, big square box. Okay. And then on top of that is a 12 story tower. It's just a big, it looks, this is going to help pretty much no one, but it looks almost exactly to the Beverly Hills City Hall building. Oh. That's almost exactly what it looks like. Interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, apart from people who live here. Google it. Um, So, and at the very top is a golden dome. Okay. And then on the top of the dome is a statue called the Sower. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like Sower of Time, Sower of Shirts. No. Sower of Grains. Of Grains. Yes. It's S-O-W-E-R. And you would think he represents the humble farmer, which makes up most of Nebraska. But no. No, he represents... The serial masturbator. <laughs> uh, what's funny about that is it's actually a dude holding a giant sack around his crotch, and he's like obviously throwing his dick. I mean, 
he's throwing. He's holding what came out of his dick in a bag. Yeah, he's like he's holding a big sack and he's like obviously throwing grain out of it. But it, there is a light masturbatory theme to it. <laughs> Take my seed, Nebraska. Uh, but no, it's obviously not about a humble farmer because again, this is the most pretentious building. Right? No, no, no. It's got to be something. Yes. So it is. It is. Uh, it's the intention of us to sow nobler ideas for American living. Whoa. Okay. Sure. I'm gonna get that. He's from a, a man noble sower of ideas, whilst jacking it on top of a building. I guarantee you. I have some of my best yeah. ideas when jacking it. I was gonna say, Bob, how on you- top of building. <laughs> on top of building. I get on top of this beautiful apartment complex we've been living in, and, and I just skate. jack it out into the street. <laughs> and you know what? That's when I came up with transformers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I invented the roller skate. <laughs> and that's how I came up with Spider-Man. Yep. <laughs> and Spider-Man. And that's when I came up with Spider-Man. <laughs> I think how Gilbert Gottfried invented Spider-Man. Um, so uh, Goodhue had a quote where he says, uh, Nebraska is very level country. Yeah. So its capital should have a beacon-like effect. And it totally fucking does. Because Nebraska is flat as fuck. Flat. And then there's this giant 15-story fucking tower sticking up, uh, which the state calls the Tower of the Plains, but I think more popularly is referred to as the Penis of the Plains. I was going to say, Nebraska's dick. It's a giant shaft with a domed top. Yeah. Yeah. Sticking up out of the fucking land. It's Nebraska's dick. Yeah. If look, clearly Nebraska's a a boy. There's a penile uh, protrusion coming out of the ground. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Um, So it is the second tallest state capital in all of America. What's number one? I knew you were going to ask. It's Louisiana. Oh, whose state capital was built five years later, and the governor's only qualifications were it has to be taller than Nebraska's. Oh my god. What a man. It's like (laughs) just dick measuring at this point. Man must be taller. But because Nebraska is so fucking flat, you can see this building from 20 miles away. Oh, that's actually really cool. (laughs) I'm waiting for Louisiana's to continually sink into the swamp. (laughs) Yeah, that's the big joke, right? Like it has to be taller than Nebraska's because in about a month and a half, it's going to be 10 feet lower than Nebraska. I know. Like eventually Nebraska's will be the tallest. And and their beacon in Louisiana is a crocodile. Yeah, just gotta break break those levees a couple more times. Ayo. Um, so again, building incredibly pretentious. There's like 14 different examples of all the different goddamn architecture and what each goddamn thing means. Oh, I'm not gonna walk you through it because dull, but yeah. I'm gonna give you two little examples. So okay. within the tower itself, there is a collection of 10 buttresses, Ooh. which include, quote, uh, great western uh lawyer lawgivers great western lawgivers i couldn't read my own writing lawgivers so like in in planet of the apes so are they like apes, apes in robes is that it well it's a really weird list of people that includes uh minos from your oh hey uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sorry nice and napoleon what weird flex bro that's oh i mean sure yeah Yep. And then below that are eight buttresses, which identify the, quote, ideals of Western culture. Bunch of white which, people? Uh, well, Lincoln, that's where part, that's All one right. of the Lincoln memorials. Right. But it also includes, it includes a bunch of other people. Uh, but like one of them is St. John the Apostle. And I was like, so we just didn't care about that whole separation of church and state. No, thing. no, we didn't. We just said that it's was fine. more of a suggestion if you ask a lot of people. 
It's fine. Um, so the building is, it's currently open to the public. Their website has zero information about any sort of COVID shutdowns. Of course, there's no COVID shutdowns. It's fucking Nebraska. It's a hoax, I know. you guys. I mean, however, their legislative calendar has only five working days in all of December. So go get a legislative I was going to say five working days in Nebraska. the whole year. <laughs> no. Um, and there is a... So you can go visit. It's open to the public. There's a big viewing platform on the 14th floor, which is it's 15 stories. So this is the second to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, the top is really the dome. It's the it's the head of the dick. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm doing a lot of dick the, hand the gestures dick right now. There's a whole yes. hand job motif. There's a lot of a lot of jacking happening mm-hmm. right now. Should have been the video episode. <laughs> you're missing out listeners um so there's a viewing platform on the 14th floor that is accessible uh weather permitting oh okay no to- if um, there's a tornado coming you stay out yeah uh no it's uh, uh there's also free guided tours of the capitol building monday through fridays right um and the capitol grounds are open for quote passive use Whatever that means. The hell does that mean? Passive you? Like you can't yeah, it's, hold it's a for festival? jacking it. Not for, for pa- full penetration or copulation, but you can jack it in the hallway. It. Possibly. Yeah. Um. And again, weather permitting, which pretty much means the entire capital is closed from April, from October to April, because once once you have the first snowfall or the first ground freeze, that's it. The grounds shut down and the viewing platform shuts down. Oh, so half the year because it's fucking cold as shit in Nebraska. Okay, they don't want um, your tootsies to get too cold. I know it's really fucking chilly. Wow. Um, so as you can imagine, not only is this the biggest dick in all of Nebraska, mm-hmm. it's also <laughs> got some ghosts. Oh my god, we're keeping with a motif of the show. Hell yeah, this is what the show's about—is these ghosts and also dicks and jacking it in the street. Let's go. Yeah, I'm here for all of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not because I'm separated. Well, I am. Right, right. Uh, okay, so some people say, now I sound like a Fox News commentator. Some, some people, say. Um, some people think that the uh, building, it is built on the ghosts of those other two buildings that they just fucking, yeah. they just Miley Knocked Cyrus down. wrecking ball down and then built other buildings on top of they it. They didn't even know how many ghosts were in those original buildings. This place is lousy with just ghosts. Compounding. And all of those buildings were built on top of ancient Indian burial yes. grounds. Wait, for real? Yeah, that's what oh they Oh my say. God, this place is the burst. Um, so and they think this because uh, the basement levels people uh, will report seeing a Native American man just like walking through the basement levels. Oh, oh or they'll hear hey. like they'll hear drum music and chanting. Oh, oh shit. God, yeah. <laughs> um, and they think that because the white man came in and built this, uh, you know, built these City buildings on, on top of his ancient sacred land, mm-hmm. is why the building has so much bad juju and why so many people have died in it over the years. I mean, mm. it makes sense. Well, a lot of people have died in it. Speaking of people dying in it, so in the 30s and 40s, two separate men on two separate occasions fell from there's apparently so the first three floors of the building are like a big square it's where all the like municipal like the governor's office and the boring shit two men on on the same day at the same time went to the roof to jack it it. (laughs) jacked it so good they they fell fell to their death (laughs) no we're gonna get to him later Ah, uh so these two men so apparently there is a spiral staircase that leads from that third floor all the way up to the 15th floor okay it's a 12 story spiral staircase with basically like a like just a waist high like a normal stairway guard yeah. one uh, which dizzy. seems 
which also wizard tower, right? Yeah. yeah. Seriously, with the spiral staircase and like the shorter railing, you're going to get dizzy and then you're going to fall and die. Yeah, so that happened twice. It went to the 30s and ones in the 40s. Two separate men were on their way up the stairs. They like looked down for some reason, got dizzy and just fucking kaput right over the goddamn side. But I love the qualifier of two different men. It was not the same man falling and dying twice. twice. <laughs> the same. I just want to be clear. Some Did- people listen to this show for the fact. <laughs> I don't Ooh. know why. <laughs> hey, if you do that, send me a message. I don't care. And it'd be like, why? <laughs> you That's can find my, my Twitter or don't. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. So like in the 30s, one dude fell and then they were like, we got to build higher stair rails so that like people don't fall. And then in the 40s, some dude fell anyway. <laughs> They're like, never mind. We should just deal with it. Yeah. So now that stair, that haunted, uh, that stairwell, that spiral staircase yeah. is haunted. Um, so people say that like as they're walking up the stairwell, they'll like start to get dizzy. Even if they're not looking down, they will start to get dizzy. I'm like, maybe that's because you're walking 12 stories up a fucking spiral In staircase. A yeah, yeah, that seems more you're, likely. You're turning in 12 circles while changing an atmospheric pressure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe thought, that's um, what it is. Not I th- gold. I thought maybe what it was is that you just see this body falling past you all the time. Like yeah. constantly. Ah! Yeah. Uh, so whoa, whoa, people, whoa, 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 everybody shut up, shut up. <laughs> Tell me the story. <laughs> okay. So people will also say that like, as they're walking up, they'll get a feeling of like, I shouldn't walk anymore. Like I'm, it's dangerous to walk further. Mm-hmm. And there'll be like a black misty thing in front of them, like goes, stopping them. <laughs> um, and people, the most common haunting that they see is a gray misty form, slow motion, falling down the no. staircase. Oh, hell yeah. Like the end I of the ass- movie. Let Alan Rickman off of a Nakatomi Tower. That's right. Yeah. I, I imagine like the opening sequence of Mad Men. He's just falling yeah. down. Just a gray misty version of John Hamm. Yeah. Like gray misty version of John Hamm. Down. And you hear him go, he's going, Mad Men. Mad, mad men, sad men, sad men, splat men, splat men. There are women too. I've written lyrics to the Mad Men theme song. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, those are the lyrics. <laughs> you it's know a very complex song. It really is. It's Mad Men, then sad men, then Mad Men again. Then there are women too. Um, so people will see the mischief figure. Now everyone's going to hear it as they watch Mad Men. Uh-huh. I also have lyrics to the uh, Parks and Rec theme song. If you want them, get at me. I'll give them to you. <laughs> um, but so they'll see this misty figure slow-mo falling down, and it dissipates before it reaches the ground. Okay. And it doesn't make any noise. It's just like, holy shit, there's something slow, like a figure slow-mo falling down. Twelve stories. That's a long-ass time to fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they also say that there's a ghost of a woman in the library. A which woman? I could, a woman with books? What? Um, <laughs> women don't know how to read. A woman? Who taught that woman to read? Um, I couldn't find a story about a woman who died in the building, but maybe she worked in the library and just loved it and went back later. Okay. Um, but she's mostly a helpful ghost. Uh, people say that sometimes it feels like someone's standing right behind them and like looking over their shoulder Mm. as they're like looking for something. Mm. Um, or they'll hear the clickety clack of high heeled footsteps throughout the library. Um, uh, or the, they'll like show up in the morning and like the books will have like the books they need that they were like, I'm going to go into this library and I'm going to pull up these four books and then they'll open the library doors and those four books are like on the table, ready to go. Oh, Mm. wow. She's a mind reader. She's a mind reading ghost. But they say the most common thing for her to do is apparently the light switch is not where you think it's going to be in the library. So if you walk into the room and you're like blindly feeling for the light switch, you'll feel a small feminine hand 
place her, place their hand over your hand and guide you to where the light switch oh, is so you can turn it on. She's so helpful. She's so helpful. Of course, that would cause that's, me to piss myself I know, and I was leave like, immediately. That's scary as shit. <laughs> creepy ass lady hands yeah, grabbing you like, in the darkness. And imagine like the light flicks on and then just suddenly from somewhere in the stacks, you hear like high heeled footsteps walking Walk away. away. Like, like that's like, creepy clack. as shit. Yeah. yeah. Be like I'm good. Don't need to go to work today. Don't need those books. Yeah. We um, but None of these books but are that important. Now we come to my favorite ghost. And the reason I chose to tell you about the Nebraska State Capitol building. The Nebraska State Roof Jacker. <laughs> that's him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've come to him. Hell Serial yeah. Jacker. Um, so, you know how in California we let our prisoners fight wildfires? Yes. Mm-hmm. So apparently. Apparently in Nebraska, they fight they tornadoes, wildfires. They punch them. They want to offer the prisoners a chance to get out and enjoy some fresh air. And you know what job needs to be done? Someone needs to put decorative Christmas lights on the outside of the dome oh that's 15 God. stories in the fucking air. So they send the, cr- the prisoners. So every year they get like two or three prisoners to volunteer oh to God. climb up the outside of this fucking building. Like Spider-Man. This is in the 60s. The 60s and 70s is when this program ended. So like they're literally just like crawling out. I'm sure of that 14th floor balcony oh, uh-huh. and just crawling up the roof. Oh, I'm sure there's not a harness inside. I was gonna say, is it windy no. in Nebraska? I gotta I be if you're 15 stories up and everything's flat. You'd imagine. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, it's it doesn't feel safe. I feel like it's definitely like OSHA would not agree to that. No, but here's the thing. They're criminals. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. OSHA has no jurisdiction over criminals. The, um, so one so uh, at one point in 1968, almost nice. Oh. Um okay. one of one of the prisoners was up there. And he was like stringing Christmas lights, a vitally important job. So important. And he looked out and he was like, holy fuck. I'm high up in the air. He starts to have a panic attack. Mm -hmm. And another worker goes to like try and help him. But apparently the worker just lets go of the Christmas lights and fucking swan dives down the building. Oh Oh my God. So, and then he fell and he splattered. I feel like that wasn't necessary for me to tell you that's how that story ends. Yeah. But people say that around the backside of the building where his body was found, that sometimes during Christmas time when the lights are up, if you stand there, you can like Doppler effect hear him scream. Oh, no. And then after when he would have landed, you hear quiet, pained sobbing. Oh, Oh, oh my god Merry Christmas I broke my legs <laughs> It felt holiday appropriate Merry Christmas everybody Yeah Merry Christmas <laughs> Happy holidays Climb a, climb a dome you know, and it, yeah, yeah. There, There's something very Clark W. Griswold about it but In like a much more <laughs> awful way Yeah Yes exactly But anyway so that is the story Of the Nebraska State Capitol Yay Which brings us to our beer So yes. as Melly said Our beer is Capitolum uh, From Urban Roots Yes. Yeah. And it is a Belgian style golden ale. Yeah. And I will say this for being a Belgian and a golden, it's only clocking it at 6.5, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. That's I really... really like the can art. Yeah. It's uh, ch- yes, it's very Romanesque. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. Um, I don't know. Like it, you know, it's it smells Belgian. It's like it a, it's like Belgian. a very it's mild Belgian. Belgian. It's not bad. Yeah. It's it uh it I took don't a dislike I will say I it definitely is better the longer it's warmed up. Mm-hmm. It, at first sip, it had a very bitter aftertaste. Yeah, there, I don't even know if it was bitter. It was just unpleasant. Like there was something that would hang yeah. on the back of your, your tongue. tongue. It was kind of like, I don't know what that is. 
Uh, but now that it's but opened it's, up, I'm like, hey, pretty it's good. It's kind of gone away. It, it, But to me, it tastes like a watered down Belgian. It tastes like if you mixed Bud Light and a Belgian together. Mm. This is what it would taste like. Yeah. Like it, I think the missing out of the sugars to keep the ABV down has taken some of the flavor away. Yeah. I mean, like if I was going to here, if you gave me the choice between this or like a Unibro Fiend du Monde, I would take the Fiend du Monde all day. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's a better, a better yeah. exemplar of like, cause that's like a triple and this, this is, is a, a gold nail. So it's not really a direct comparison, but like yeah. if you wanted a nice Belgian-y thing with some, with some good flavors, like I'd get that one before I got this. Well, and like if you, and if you want a Belgian that you can have with lunch and then go back to work, this is the one for you. Yes. Oh, you know what? That's a fair point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna have a nice fish sandwich. <laughs> yeah, because that's what everybody like, has for lunch. Yeah. Like a Belgian triple is delicious, but like that shit will put you on your ass. Like you're gonna go take a if nap. If you don't afterwards. give a fuck about your job anymore, get the one I recommended. Yes. If yeah. you still maybe want to keep your job, have this one. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good. I just feel like it's a little uh, watered down flavor yeah, for me. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Uh, but it's got a really nice color too. Yeah. Color yeah. Nice. It's it's a very nice light golden. And the can art is super cool because it's like matte black with this big gold M on it. It's pretty mm-hmm. fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. You know what else I'm into? This show. And the good. part of the show that I get to do where I pick a winner. Of course you're a surpriser. He likes his part of the show the best. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I like? What? Beef empires. You do like beef yeah. empires. Yep, 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 yep. The yep. You know tastiest empires. You know what else I love? Bertrand Rundrund Golden Bertrand Rundrund Good here. Big fan good of that hue. one. You know what I love? You know what I love? What? Window turds. Yeah. Good times. They're the best. And you know, I, I also am a big fan of masturbating statues. But you know what? I hate the Confederacy. So you know who wins? Vanessa. <laughs> oh, yay. Yay. Uh, I win because I love the blacks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take so you it. You love black people. It's I'll true. I'll take it all day, every day. I'll take it. That sounded so dirty. Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Yes, Booze we would. and Bruce Nights. Booze I know, also Nights. factually accurate. Um, thank you guys so much for listening this week. Yeah, thanks. I mean, come back next week if we haven't scandalized <laughs> you. If we've, if this is what p- put you over the edge of being scandalized, I have questions. Like, I have questions. You put up with a lot. Yeah, your your ceiling is very high. Yeah, this yeah. this really has been an exercise in intolerance. Yeah, and patience <laughs> and on your are, part. Yeah, <laughs> listening every week. <laughs> Sure. We appreciate it. So come back next week. There'll be more booze. And there'll be more bros. <laughs> and until then, cheers. cheers. Oh, it was very light oh so dainty. Delicate. <laughs>